0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for the mid-career professional. I'm Kat.
1: And I'm Liz. And today we are talking about a less than happy topic. We're talking about bereavement.
0: So most companies offer some sort of bereavement leave, but in our opinion, it's usually too little.
1: Yeah, like a lot too little. I, I mean, I've seen often in multiple companies, three days for a close family member, like what? Three, three days, day,
0: three days for a partner, three days for a child, three days for a parent. parent. It's it's not, it's not a lot of time. So hopefully the culture that you work in supports more than the three days and, and it's more than time off. Um, the grieving yeah. process is different for everyone. For sure. But like, that just means that the person who lost someone you know, as a coworker, as a manager, you want to be, you want to give them a little bit extra birth for a while, right? Give, give, give them room because people do grieve at different paces.
1: For sure. And like, we're talking about, they give three days like time off. And now we understand like time off policies have been evolving. Many companies have gone to unlimited PTO, which makes it Almost harder as a manager to deal with mm-hmm. someone with bereavement because it's not like, well, take all your vacation days or something mm-hmm. like that. But we know what companies' policies are. We also know they're not realistic. And what we want to do is help you to navigate if you do have to take bereavement leave, how do you do it successfully?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The goal today is we want to talk about what you do if you lose someone and you need to take time off and how to do it in a way that's going to be most supportive for you yeah. and also clear with the company.
1: Yes. Yes. So the goal is take the time you need and keep your job at the end. Yes. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, number one, if your loss is at all anticipated, update your manager and your stakeholders. Mm-hmm. And keep them posted as things progress. You know, Mm -hmm. when my grandmother was dying, I told my clients, my grandmother's dying. I'm going to have to go up north and Mm -hmm. be with my family. And she ended up not going in the window that we thought she was going to go. I -hmm. just updated people. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a surprise. So you want to anticipate your time off just like you would any other PTO, Mm -hmm. but... Cover your work as you can. Make sure, you know, you're being with your family member or doing what you need to do, but also getting your work done as you can. Show people what you're working on. So anticipate a, le- a, a time off and prepare for it, just mm-hmm. like you would any other time off. It's going to help you to unplug and focus on your time off for bereavement.
0: Absolutely. So communication mm-hmm. and transparency are yep. key here.
1: Yeah. you know, communicate
0: as much as you can, mm-hmm. as cleanly as you can. Meaning yeah. you don't need, you don't need to bring all of the emotions into it. You just kind of want to state the facts and then share what your plans are.
1: Totally. And, but it it's also the time, like you have a family member that is ill and, and you know, you've got bereavement re- leave that you can see coming mm-hmm. and your manager says, Hey, you want to do this great new project? Well, manager actually, you know, I'm, normally I would jump at the chance for that, but right now because of this situation, I don't want to
0: let the company down right now. So I'm going to pass.
1: Yes. Or I, I don't have the energy for, you know, right now I'm not at my best to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I'm the right person for that, but goodness, a few months from now, please, Mm -hmm. please ask again. Yeah. So don't take on something huge, but try to get your work covered and and anticipate being out so that it's not as much of a burden on others. But really this is the time where you have to be a little vulnerable and you say, you don't, again, like Kat said, you don't have to tell everything and mm-hmm. oh my goodness, you do not have to give like a daily chemo uh-uh. update no. or, oh, you know, the throwing up or whatever. No, you give an up, but you can be vulnerable. Like, gosh, this is really hard for me. Or I was up all night with, you know, my sick family member or whatever it is to give some, a little bit of a window to the people working for you so that they maybe give you a little bit more grace. So if it's
0: not anticipated, mm-hmm. you want to communicate right away. And so yep. when there's an unexpected death in the family, that's, it's the worst. It's I mean, worst. It's, it's not fun to deal with at all. No. Um, but the best thing you can do is communicate immediately. Mm -hmm. So, you know, talk to your manager right away. Hopefully you guys have a contingency plan in your department for when these things happen. Mm -hmm. And if not, you want to turn to a coworker that you trust and ask for help. Someone who you know will have your back.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just do what you can and just kind of like tunnel vision and be like, this is what I'm working on. This is what Mm -hmm. I have coming up. Can you take this meeting? Can you do this? And just Mm -hmm. delegate and to that trusted coworker, you can say, here's my login. Can mm-hmm. you figure it out? Like, here's the thing. You, your mind isn't right when you're facing crisis. That kind of grief, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the best thing that you can do for both yourself and the company is to let someone else handle it. Mm-hmm. If that's your manager, you want to keep your manager. And I'm talking, this can be a text. Mm-hmm. You can send a text and say, unexpectedly, this happened. I need at least a week off. This project's mid-flight. Jay knows the details. Mm-hmm. Peace out. Like, you can be that
0: brief. If Brief, if, yeah. You know, if you've got the person who actually knows what's going on. Right. If you If you don't have someone who knows what's going on, then you're going to need to do a brain dump. Uh, and that can be done in email as well, but that's where you update, you know, you give updates on all of the, all of the projects you're working on.
1: Yep. And, and then you kind of let them deal with it. And, um, but what you can't do as awful as an unanticipated loss is, is you can't disappear Mm -hmm. because it's job abandonment and Mm -hmm. you risk losing your job when you disappear and, I'm the last person to tell you that when you're grieving, you have to be of sound mind and all those things, but you don't want your grief to be compounded no. by a job loss. And you don't want your coworkers or your manager to be calling hospitals and trying to find you and, uh-uh. you know, like, or call you off the hook and you not answering. Like uh-huh. one text can fix that. Uh-huh. And you have to be adult enough to send the text.
0: So in both of these situations, we're asking and suggesting that you communicate yep. as transparently as appropriate. Mm-hmm. 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 And when mm-hmm. you do that and you ask for the time and, and then you kind of pass off your duties, yep. that is handling this in a responsible way. Mm-hmm. Because like Liz said, the last thing you need is to deal with uh, job performance issues Mm-mm. Mm-mm. when when you're dealing with a... A loss.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And as things progress, you know, after like, let's say the first week, you need to keep your manager and team posted as things develop. Okay. You've gotten past the initial shock and all the things that happen right after a loss. Mm-hmm. Okay you know, this is what has happened. We've had the funeral. It, you know, I'm going to need another week and then I'll keep mm-hmm. you posted. Sometimes HR may step in, a big company or whatever, but just you have to give a little bit of an update to tell people where things are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So number three, know that this is what like FMLA leave can be for and sometimes they're unpaid leave. Like companies can be relative, most of the time, and if you're transparent and mm-hmm. you're telling them what's going on, your HR department should have a way to help you through this. And they may not say, yeah, take a month paid, you go do your thing. Like that may not happen. And, and that's well within their right. You may need to take some kind of covered leave officially and sign some paperwork, mm-hmm. or you may need to take it unpaid. Just depending on your company and state and everything else. But the way to protect yourself long-term is transparency, vulnerability, and having a plan. And you can say, you know, I need a month, but then I'll be back. And mm-hmm. then how do I, how do we structure that?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're coming with a problem and a solution, right?
1: It's our favorite.
0: Whenever you have a an issue or a problem, When you can come to the table saying, hey, here's this problem and here's a solution that is helpful. Yep. So.
1: And this is where HR, you know, Kat and I are big fans of strategic HR that are there to help employees live their best lives and do right by the company and the employees. But this is where HR can shine Mm -hmm. because they probably have a policy for this. They probably have knowledge and ways to work with you on this. And so, you go to your manager and and HR together or copy each other, you know, be, again, transparency and say, what are my options? Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So they we, will
1: come up with something that you may not have thought of. Mm-hmm. So we know that
0: the company is going to have a standard bereavement policy. Often it's three days. I, that's the very standard. This is number four. We mm-hmm. understand that people want to be paid, but yep. sometimes... Unpaid leave is the way to go so that your job can be protected. So it's better to take some time off and then come back rather than to come back when you're not ready, right? Because if you come back when you're not ready, chances are you're not going to be 100% on the ball like you normally are. You know, that could be a strategic error. So if you're able to take unpaid time off, if that is an option for you, consider it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and there are some people who they grieve by going back to work mm-hmm. and, try, you mm-hmm. know, at least having a place where they're away from it. And, okay, you do you. Yes. But coming back for the sake of being back or trying to get, do some kind of hero thing, like, this is not the way, place to do that. You know, like, oh, I've got it. And then you're, like, completely, you know, melting down in your cubicle. Like, it's not worth it. And then you've got problem on top of problem taking the time you need so that you can come back. And when you come back, maybe depending on, you know, who you've lost and how traumatic it's been, maybe do it in phases. Mm -hmm. Maybe say, can I come back 50% time? And then, you know, after two weeks, 75%. Like, again, companies can work with you if you're working with them. But you got to kind of check in with yourself too, right? Can't, I mean,
0: I was just going to say, this is where self-awareness is really going to support you, right? If you are not feeling a hundred percent and you're in a position where you don't have to do that, give yourself a little bit of time and space. If you have to do a hundred percent, well, then it's a different, it's a different situation. You, you know, you, uh, you do your mm-hmm. best to compartmentalize, Uh, You do your best to come in and focus on work and, you know, try to protect yourself emotionally as much as possible.
1: Yeah. uh, Absolutely. But set yourself up for success because you know what? It feels crappy to do a crappy job at work. Oh, yeah. And when you're grieving, you already feel crappy. Yeah.
0: It's, it's like a double, it's, it's like a double crap layer. And we're we're trying to avoid that. Yeah.
1: Crap, crap on crap. Like, we don't, (laughs) the last thing you want is to just, feel awful all the time Mm -hmm. and so try to set yourself up to not feel awful all the time and not feel like you're letting people down and not like the more you can not let your grief be compounded Mm -hmm. the better it will be for everybody involved absolutely so number five loss is hard and it makes our minds do all kinds of things. And it'll take a long time to recover, uh, as Kat said earlier. But our advice for what it's worth is to try not to make huge decisions about work and to focus on your loved ones and getting through this time. So yeah. this
0: is not the time to look for another job. This is not the time perhaps to even consider another job because when you're in the middle of grieving, you don't have that new higher energy, right? That oh, That's required, right? Yeah. So.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's the kind of thing of like, you don't make big decisions in the middle of a big thing. And Mm -hmm. so it may, I'm quitting that job. Like, whoa, slow Mm -hmm. your roll. Mm -hmm. Like just, it is not the time to make huge other life decisions Mm -hmm. when you've got a huge life moment happening. Mm -hmm. That's just general life advice from a losing cat. Mm -hmm. That all said though, And we're going to talk a little bit about managers and stuff in a minute, but how your manager and your company responds to your loss is huge Mm -hmm. and it's telling. And it might be an indicator of long-term fit. If your boss goes above and beyond and your team is sending you flowers and everyone picks it up and all you feel is support from that team and they let you take your time and come back slowly, like data point. Mm-hmm. They were there mm-hmm. when the chips were down and they didn't have to be. All they had to do was give you your three days. <laughs>
0: yep. Yep.
1: So we've talked about how to
0: how to navigate if you have experienced a loss, but we also want to touch on how to navigate if you have a team member who has experienced a loss. Yep. So the best thing you can do as a team member, as a coworker, as a you know, some of us are friends with our coworkers, right? Mm-hmm. As a good teammate, as a good coworker, what you want to do is help that person as much as you can. So, mm-hmm. you know, offer to pick up Slack, offer to take on some of their projects in the interim, offer to be an ear if they need someone to talk to. You can do all of that. But also keep in mind that people grieve differently. Mm-hmm. So, some people are going to be, are, are not going to be able to show up to work. Like, and like you said earlier, Liz, there are people that the best, you know, the way that they're going to navigate is to mm-hmm. compartmentalize and stay focused on work because they can control that. Yep. They can't control the loss. So, wherever the person is, mm-hmm. try to support
1: them. Mm-hmm. Totally. And you can say, I'm sorry for your loss, Mm -hmm. or you can go to the funeral. And Mm -hmm. usually in an office, there's like one person who is friends with the person that Mm -hmm. becomes their kind of person. Intermediary. Mm -hmm. If everyone in the 20 person team is texting and emailing you all day, like that's That's too much. Yeah. No. So figure out the intermediary. And for the intermediary, figure out a close friend or family member that if, if you're not that person, you know, that there's mm-hmm. a buffer. Usually there's some gatekeepers around mm-hmm. the morning people. And so coordinate who's in touch with them. But you, it is more than okay and appropriate and right to express condolences, mm-hmm. to send a card, those kinds of things. And to tell the person you're sorry. Absolutely. Uh, but as Kat said, the best thing you can do is pick up their stuff so that they don't have to worry about it and welcome them back when they come back
0: and and be extra kind to them three months out, six months out, because, because the grieving process takes a while, right. For everyone. And it's different. So just try to honor, honor that person as much as you can.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And if the, if you're the person's manager, just, you know, all the things apply, but how you act in this time will really be remembered. Mm-hmm. And so the kindness that you can show, mm-hmm. working with them, what do you need? Covering for them. I I know you're working on these three projects. Don't worry about them. I've figured it mm-hmm. out. We've delegated. It's all good. You focus mm-hmm. on you mm-hmm. and let's talk in a week and we can figure out what works for you then. Mm-hmm. That shows kindness and compassion And caring. And whatever you have to do with HR on the side, you do that on the side. Absolutely. But the most important thing isn't counting the hours. The most important thing is caring for the person because that will come back to you in spades. And if you don't, that will also come back to you in spades, but in a negative way. Because don't forget, you're not only caring for the person who's grieving, all their coworkers are watching.
0: Mm -hmm. So this is the time to lead with heart
1: Mm -hmm.
0: as much as possible. Yep. Yep. And
1: and to think about
0: how you would want to be treated when this sort of thing happens.
1: I will tell you when I talk to people and they'll either tell you why they've stayed at a company so long or why they left a company Mm -hmm. so fast. And it's the the stories around something like a bereavement Mm -hmm. situation or trauma Mm -hmm.
0: that it stays with you.
1: It makes Mm -hmm. them or breaks them. So this is where. You know, the branding of a company, like how does a company really treat their people? Those stories get around. And the companies that go above and beyond, those stories get around. And the companies that act like total jerks, those stories get around too.
0: Yep. So we hope that none of you have to use bereavement leave. Mm -hmm. But if you do, please know how you communicate your needs is going to be critical in your long-term success in getting the time you need and coming back when you're ready.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're here for you. And until next time. This is Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for mid-career professionals.
0: Our website with all Real Job Talk related information is realjobtalk.com.
1: We'd love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topics you'd like to talk about, and Real Job Talk stories. And you may find them featured on a future episode. Use the website or email us at realjobtalk at gmail.com.
0: You can follow us on Twitter at Real Job Talk.
1: And on Facebook and Instagram at Real Job Talk Show.
0: My name is Kathleen Nelson-Troyer. You can find me on Twitter at Daily Cat. And on LinkedIn, I'm
1: Kathleen Nelson-Troyer. And I'm Liz Bronson. On Twitter, I'm Liz B. Consult. And on LinkedIn, I'm Liz Bronson.
0: Real Job Talk is produced by John Mark Troyer. Our graphic artists are Lexi and Zachary Bronson. And thanks for joining us. Until next time.